Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Yes. We've been hearing a lot about food supply issues. Increase in the cost of the weekly shop. We've all felt that. And we got an interesting text in from Michael Kelly in Kerry, who has been growing his own food and sowing those seeds of love. Good morning, Michael. Hi, lads. You call yourself a crap grower. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean crop? (laughs) Is that a typo? Yeah, but I know know good growers. That's the thing. Uh, I I kind of... uh, um, I associate with people who know when when you're supposed to uh, chit your potatoes and plant your tomatoes and all that kind of stuff. I'm pretty right. sure you're not meant to do that to potatoes. But, <laughs> um, but come here, what kind of stuff do you grow in your garden? Um, I, I suppose, I mean, I, uh, for the pandemic, uh, just before the pandemic is when I really got into it. Uh, and I got a polytunnel, which is an awesome, awesome thing. It's basically an outdoor, indoor room. Uh, so once you have a polytunnel, you eat things like tomatoes and grapes and stuff like that. But but for basic outdoor growing in Ireland, um, there's loads of stuff you can grow, like things like lettuce and herbs and all the stuff that like you buy in plastic from a supermarket and then it rots in the bottom of your fridge. It's really easy to grow in your garden, you know. Yeah, my mom, my mom recently got a, a lettuce plant, grows it, and like every. Like every couple of days, there's a new leaf, and she lives on her own, so she just takes the leaves she needs to eat that sandwich that day. Then doesn't need it for a few days. Goes back and goes, oh, there's more leaves, and like this thing just keeps giving. Yeah, <laughs> and if you think of it, like a lot of people find the idea of growing your own food as like such an insurmountable thing. Like, how are you going to be self-sustaining? But actually, for you know, every time your man has a meal with that lettuce, it means it's a lettuce that isn't like flown or shipped over from overseas in plastic using fuel you know mm. like it yeah baby baby steps is really easy the, the other thing that i kind of really enjoy as i said craft slash lazy grower is um perennials do you, know, do you know the idea of perennials they're they're food that comes back every year oh i thought they were people born in 2010s <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it's uh, it's things like uh, you know apple, like fruit trees, or um, rhubarb, or you know uh, raspberries, strawberries. These things that like you don't have to like remember when to plant them; they just keep coming back. Artichokes is another one. Like they're they're kind of a fancy one, but they just grow like wheat. You know, ah, uh, yeah, but they're gross. Like who wants to eat them? In fairness, they, they, are, <laughs> they are gross. Unfortunately, yeah. Any food with the word choking is probably best avoided. <laughs> um, I like the idea that you're encouraging people to start small. You know, and yeah. just start as a crap grower, as you like to call it, uh, because we had a, an allotment for a while, and I think we bit off more than we could chew. So yeah. we had too many things on the go. Some of them were dying. Others were out of control. And and then just the weeds got so yeah. out of control that they went into our neighbor's allotments and then we were kicked out. <laughs> so, you know, at yeah. least and if, you destroy, if you destroy your own vegetable patch, you know, at least yeah. it's gonna, you don't want an army of angry pensioners, you know. Yeah, um, I do. I like the idea as well. I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm friends with some good growers in Kerry. 
and and one of them, Thomas from Mana uh, Organic Farm, he he said, if you live somewhere, you know, and if you're raising kids somewhere, they should be of the soil. You know, like you should eat food that's grown in Kerry if you're from Kerry. You know, like your 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 actual cells will be made up of the land that you're from. I kind of like that idea. You know, yeah, because I not- I checked the other day and none of my kids are from Bolivia, but that's where the blueberries are from. Suddenly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, walk yeah, in my, playing panpipes. Go, ah, I knew this would happen. Yeah, my kids are probably ten percent Linda McCartney veggie burgers as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then what about the berries that grow? Because I mean, even across the road from us, and we live in suburban Dublin, but even across yeah. the road on the green, there are like you know every summer there's loads of blackberries. And my kids love going over there with a bowl or two and just picking up loads and bringing them back and wash them and they'll eat them all day. Yeah. So uh, what I think to do with those, I think is um, like blackberries are great but they you know they have their season they come in whatever september late august september so there are other ones like i know there's uh you know you can get blackberries even that come in june or july mm. or there's another one called uh chili and guava that's in uh down in dingle uh well it's not from dingle but uh it's it's a non-native but it's it, because it's non-native the birds don't see it and it just looks <sighs> like a it looks like a whatever hedge, like a chrysalinia hedge or something. And it, it produces berries from October till Christmas. Like when you really feel like you need vitamin C. And it also just, just you can't stop it once it starts growing, you know. What else yeah. will grow well in Ireland? Well, all the usual, like apples, pears. Dermot mentioned his plums. They grow great. They take a while. <laughs> they take a while to come in. But, uh, like, if you've ever had a plum straight off a tree, like, you never go back to right. those rock-hard potatoes you get in, in the supermarket. <laughs> I know. Um, They're never, they haven't been, plums haven't been juicy in Ireland since 2002. You're right. You're right. They're always just crunchy rubbish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, look, Mike, thank you for encouraging us, um, you know, and admitting that even as a crap grower, you can make yeah. a big difference. And I, I do like the idea that even if it's something small, you're, if you think of the carbon footprint of a humble punnet of plums or a, or a thing of lettuces, um, you know, that yeah. bringing it from one side of the world to the other unnecessarily. So you're encouraging us. Do you know what? We're going to speak to a grow-it-yourself expert in about 15 right. minutes. And not that you're not an expert, Mike, okay? <laughs> um, but you're like, you're the starter. You're the nibbles um, before the main course of a guy who's going to tell us exactly what to do and how not to wreck it like I did. Oh, great. What's your favourite vegetable? <laughs> Potato. I'm sorry, the answer was cucumber. Um, that's all we've time for. <laughs> lovely, lovely to chat to you, Michael. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye. We've been inspired by a chap called Mick, who, or Mike rather, who was speaking to us 15 minutes ago from Kerry. And he just started growing his own stuff, particularly over COVID. And he's absolutely flying. So now we're talking to another Mick Kelly, except this time... Um, it's a chap called Mick Kelly from Grow It Yourself. That's G I Y Ireland. Um, uh, Michael raised an interesting point of how we can all do our bit, particularly at the moment when food supply is looking a little scary. Well, we're joined now by Mick Kelly. We swear it's a different person from G I Y Ireland. How are you, Mick? 
How's it going, lads? You well? We're well, thank you. Um, so I'm feeling a bit. Uh, I'm feeling a bit under pressure. With your man, your man, my namesake was so good. It's like he's after my job or something. <laughs> I, I know he was calling himself a crap grower, um, which is, you know, I think he was doing himself a disservice there. But look, it's obviously I think some, he was. it's something that we're going to be forced to think about a bit more uh, in terms of, you know, we've seen between, you know, wars, Brexit. Suez Canal, there's so many things that, you know, show how weak or how vulnerable our supply chain is. So the more we can produce ourselves, surely the better off we'll be. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. And climate change as well, obviously, into the mix um, as well. So it's, it is a bit of a scary time. And I think when times are scary, people tend to sort of go to things that make them feel a bit more in control and a bit more secure. So we started actually GIY in 2008 at the, the kind of height of the, the recession when, when the arse fell out of the economy and all of that. So it's, it's, it's no surprise that there's such a massive interest in it again now because people are sort of worried about where their food comes from. And um, farmers are saying, you know, the fertilizer costs, I think, have gone up from 250 quid a ton to over a thousand euros a ton now. So it's it's sort of... It's coming under pressure, I think, our food system. And we're so reliant on imports of, of feed and fodder and fertilizer to, to feed ourselves. It's it's a bit scary, you know? Yeah, and make, like, obviously people live in different places. People live, you know, where they have a huge amount of land and they can, you know, donate a, quite a bit of it to growing fruit or growing whatever, whatever it is. Some people live in apartments where they have a balcony and possibly yeah. can put some kind of thing. So, like, from, from your point of view, from Grow It Yourself, like, what do you guys recommend people start with? Well, like, I, I suppose we would always say to people, like, um, first of all, no matter how much space you have, you can do a certain amount of growing, you know. So I think people, if, if you live in an apartment or if you have a very small garden, people often feel, you know, this isn't for me. Um, but actually, in it, like in the TV series that we did um, with RTE, we, we always, every vegetable that we featured, we used to feature a um, one vegetable per episode and, and kind of show you how to do it from plot to plate. And we always did the veg like in the garden, in a, in a veg patch, but also in a pot in, mm. a, in, a, in what we called container corner here in Grow HQ. So it was like, it's just to show people that no matter how much space you have, you can get involved. We've got um, a course on, on our website. So we, we have a whole load of sort of tips and tricks and, and resources on our website to help people get started. And we have a particular course called the Ultimate Starter, uh, which is basically we grow ten veg in ten months. So they're all the things you'd you'd imagine, you know, beets, carrots, tomatoes, peas, chilies, um, squash, courgette, all those sort of the classic sort of ten veg. And um, last year in in the demo garden we have here in Grow HQ, we grew fifty kilos of those vegetables in that ten month period. Wow! Which is about a quarter of the average family's um, uh, veg intake for a year. So it's, it's, and that's from, you know, it's, it's a classic sort of standard back garden size with three raised beds. There's a small greenhouse, which is, which definitely helps. Mm. But, um, and we also grow the 10 veg in, in pots and containers on, on a kind of a replica apartment balcony to show people that even if you only like say five square meters of space, you can still do a huge amount. And just, just think about the potential, right? There's 1.6 million back gardens. Like we're, we're, we're talking to 
the, the Minister for Agriculture at the moment is talking to farmers saying he wants them to grow grain and all of that. But the back gardens are the sort of the forgotten big asset because there's like, um, if we got all 1.6 million of those gardens to grow 50 kilo, that's 80,000 tonnes of veg that we could grow yeah. ourselves. And, and with all of the other benefits like that, that the other Mick talked about, you know, the the health benefits and the mental health benefits and the mindfulness of it and all that as well. Yeah, and I, I mean, like, I, I have at the back garden herbs, like mint will grow almost anywhere. Like, and you always need mint when you're cooking something. Chilies are really, really easy to grow and tomatoes as well. Like, they're, they work so well. Yeah, brilliant. Like, like herbs, I think, are a great one because, like, those ones you mentioned, mint, rosemary, thyme, you know, those kind of... They're, they're as 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 we, he was saying earlier on. They're perennial veg, so they just keep coming back. Um, so you don't like buying herbs is in a supermarket is a complete waste of time. You can have your own herbs. Every meal tastes like it's homegrown. Chilies, as you said, like the the in the ultimate starter. Uh, we do, we do. Um, it's actually somewhat rude. Uh, it sounds like a somewhat rude name. The variety of chilies. It's called Ring of Fire, <laughs> which is maybe what you get when you eat it. <laughs> but it's like um, you grow like forty or fifty chilies from one plant in one pot. Like you can even have it on a windowsill in your house. Like it's incredibly straightforward and really, really prolific. So finally, if somebody just wants to get going today, what? equipment stuff or seeds or whatever what what do they need to just get them started to, with something really simple today uh, look a shameless plug for our own website because we're a social enterprise right so we you know everything every kind of thing we sell it's all about the overall mission of getting people growing the ultimate starter course that i was saying is a brilliant one we've got a grow box that goes with that so that comes with your with your seeds, with your compost, with your little planting pots that you need. Um, you know, so really what, what I, the number one piece of advice I would say to people is just get started, get started sort of on a small scale, just do a little bit of growing, maybe pick, you know, five or 10 veg that you want to grow. Always do things you want to eat. I think it's important to say, because sometimes like I, I don't really like cauliflower. I don't like it anymore because I grow it myself, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> so pick things that you, you like to eat. And, um, you know, the main thing is don't be afraid of it. Like people are ridiculously daunted by it sometimes. And at a basic level, you know, seeds want, want to grow. They, they, they really know what to do. All you need to do is stick them in a bit of soil or compost and, and um follow the instructions on the seed package. Mm. You can't go too far wrong, I think. Okay, GIY.ie, is that where we'll find you? Absolutely, yeah, and loads of advice and tips and videos and old episodes of our TV series and everything to you. Yeah, and I believe Grow Cook Eat is on Amazon Prime now as well. It is. We have, like, gone global with it, like, unbelievably, yeah, like... um, and, and Mick was saying earlier on, he's he's a crap grower. I always sort of think of myself as a bit of a hacker grower as well. So um, the idea that we have a, a show out on Amazon is just <laughs> brilliant, to be honest. Well, you're obviously inspiring a lot of people around the globe now. That's great. Uh, Mick, thanks so yeah. much for chatting to us. Thanks a million, guys. Lovely to talk to you. You too. Bye-bye. You, you like to eat. And, um, you know, the main thing is don't be afraid of it. Like, people are ridiculously daunted by it sometimes and at a basic level you know seeds want to grow they 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 really know what to do all you need to do is stick them in a bit of soil or compost and and um follow the instructions on the seed package Mm. you can't go too far wrong i think okay giy.ie is that where we'll find you 
Absolutely, yeah. And loads of advice and tips and videos and old episodes of our TV series and everything to you. Yeah, and I believe Grow Grow, Cook Eat is on Amazon Prime now as well. It is. We have like gone global with it, like unbelievably. Yeah, like um, and and Mick was saying earlier on, he's he's a crap grower. I always sort of think of myself as a bit of a hacker grower as well. So um, the idea that we have a, a show out on Amazon is just <laughs> brilliant. To be honest, well, you're obviously brilliant. inspiring yeah, a lot of people around the globe now. It's great, uh, Mick. Thanks so yeah. much for chatting to us. Thanks a million, guys. Lovely to talk to you. You too. Bye bye. Dermot and Dave weekdays from nine a.m. Today. Oh